Hey guys, it's Ashley here. I wanted to make this hopefully short uh, recording of Boss Barista for you guys. Um, to recap, the last weekend I was in Austin for Coffee Champs, and we have a ton of recordings already done. So when you're listening to a new episode of Boss Barista, it's usually something we recorded a long time ago. Um, so I wanted to give you guys something that was relevant and up to date and just really quick. Because um, I've had a couple of thoughts talking to a couple of people at Austin about the way that coffee competitions are laid out and the way that we choose the spaces that we compete in. Um, so I'm actually in my closet right now. So I don't get as much echo and kind of hiding from my cat so she doesn't bug me and knock the phone, which is what I'm recording on right now, knock the phone out of my hand. Um, some people have sent us phone recordings, um, which is really easy to do. If you have an iPhone, you can just write a voice memo um, and you can record it and send that to us really quickly. Um, that's what I'm doing right now. Um, if you have an Android phone, I assume you can do the same thing maybe. Um, and you can do the same thing I'm doing right now where you can get in your closet, which I don't know if this is helping at all. Um, but I was listening to an episode of Serial once and Sarah Koenig did it. So if it's good enough for Sarah Koenig, it's good enough for me. Um, so let's get into it. So I was at uh, Coffee Champs in Austin, um, which was really great. Um, I competed in the barista competition and I placed fourth and that was really exciting. Um, I don't think I've ever been happier for an accomplishment. Um, I don't think I've ever won anything like that. So that was really cool. Um, but I talked to a lot of people about some things that they had faced um, in competing. So I got a message from Wolfie, um, Wolf Barn Marnell, who uh, works um, in coffee in uh, Providence and or no, Boston. I'm messing that up. In Boston. He works at Boston. He works for Broadsheet. Um, and he had mentioned that the tables are really tall for uh, baristas to serve their judges. So uh, just quickly, if you don't know what a barista competition is, it's, you know, this routine that you make for four judges where you serve them espressos and signature drinks and... The judges are sitting at this table and they're staring at you and they're very encouraging. They're very nice. They're taught to smile and just look really happy to be there, um, which is great. My judges were really happy and excited and that eased everything for me. But the table that you have to serve the judges at, so they sit at these really tall chairs and the judges table is really tall, um, which for most men, I would guess is not a problem. Um, but Wolfie pointed out that another competitor from New Harvest Coffee Roasters, Danielle Anderson, um, who's shorter, had a lot of trouble reaching the judges and reaching over the table to serve the judges their drinks. Um, so this could be a problem that kind of doesn't really come up unless you're female. Um, and it's certainly not a problem that I ever thought about because I'm pretty tall as well. Um, I'm 5'8". So it's not something that I notice as much as the height of counters, especially if the counters are really high. I almost always notice them if they're really low. Um, but at the same time, that's it's nice to be able to interact with customers um, and have those low counters. But going back to competition, um, 
that can be really difficult. And not only is it difficult to just reach over that counter, but it can also jeopardize the way that you handle your drinks. Um, if you have to really like lift all of your like signature drink stuff while you're making the signature drink in front of the judges, which is pretty customary, um, there's could be a bigger risk of dropping something or spilling something. Um, so that's something to think about. And something, and when I mentioned this to a friend of mine, Liz Dean, who is the director of uh, retail operations at Irving Farm, she mentioned that herself as a judge felt that those chairs are really tall to sit in. So what are we doing? Why are these tables so tall? Um, the second thing that I had brought to my attention, um, and this is not a topic that I can take any credit for. Um, is the locations of barista competitions. So we had two qualifying events. We had one in Knoxville about three weeks ago, and then we had this past one in Austin. And I talked to a couple of people about the choices of location. And one of my colleagues mentioned that she was not going to go to Knoxville because... You see casual Confederate flags everywhere, and that's real. Um, a couple of people who visited Knoxville even took photos of that. Um, and that's something that I'm sure never crossed the mind of anybody who had to plan these events, that there are certain groups of people that are going to feel even more marginalized and discriminated against in the locations that we choose to have these things. We're so used to being in Seattle and Portland on the West Coast where you don't have to worry about blatant forms of discrimination as much. Um, and when we try to expand to new markets, which is important, it's important for us to be open and say, hey, like, you have a new coffee market, let's embrace it. Um, but that it needs to be comfortable for everyone still. And we need to take a stance and let people know that we won't tolerate certain modes or all modes of discrimination, really. Um, so I thought that was really interesting, especially because when I heard that sentiment, my first thought was that nobody probably thought about that. Um, so how do we bring these things to attention? Hopefully like this by doing things like this, recording these thoughts and taking in people's um, opinions and asking questions. Um, it seemed to me that the Austin qualifier got fuller faster. And I would imagine part of it's because Austin is closer for a lot of people, especially on the West Coast, but also because Austin is probably a more accepting city of differing backgrounds and the coffee community is so full of people who embody an identity that's not you know white male heteronormative um what have you um so that was something that i was i was really interested in something that i don't think was talked about by anyone but was so glaringly obvious to the people that i did talk to um, so maybe that's something we need to think about next time. I know next year we're hoping to move into these like maybe micro regionals. Um, so there might be room for us to really explore the cities that we decide to go to um, and how we make the rest of our community feel comfortable in the spaces that we pick. Um, 
so yeah, so just some thoughts on Austin. Um, Austin was a really great place. Um, the third thing I noticed, and this isn't really like a gender or a racial or really a discriminatory thing, was that there were no timers at either qualifier. So you know how when you go to competition, there's usually these like big timers that you can look at and you can see like where you are on your time. Um, and a lot of competitors can kind of reference that in the routine and kind of look up. Um, there was none of that. There was a, there was a timekeeper there to tell you your time, but I think a lot of people got confused about when the timekeeper is meant to keep your time. Um, because usually the big timekeepers are controlled by the barista. So you press a button and you start your time, but it might be confusing for the timekeepers, which I heard this happen to a couple of competitors. The timekeepers might start your time when you start your music, which is not technically your performance. Um, I don't know. I don't know how many people this affected. I know that this affected at least one barista I know um, who was marked over time, even though his time didn't start until after his music started. But the timekeeper started it, like I said, when... He asked for his music to begin. Um, I'm hoping that's not going to be an issue in Seattle. Um, I'm hoping that it didn't cost anyone any places. And I think that's something for the SCA or the BGA to review. And kind of um, to, to jump on that, one thing that I think would be really helpful and one thing that I've talked to on a different podcast on Portafilter about is that we should have a barista advocate. We should have somebody who is watching the interest of the competitors and making sure that competitors know where to go when there's a problem. Um, so, for example, I was sitting in the audience and um, a competitor mentioned that there was something on her station that wasn't supposed to be there and she didn't know where to go or who to talk to. Um, and only through experience and only through asking questions did I know who to talk to. And I told her, talk to that person. But if I wasn't sitting right next to her kind of eavesdropping on her conversation, to be totally frank, um, would she have known who to talk to about that? Um, when I competed last year, that was another big issue, was that people didn't know how much time they had to prep because they didn't know that the rules for the qualifying event were different than the USBC rules, um, which is true this year too. So please look at your rules um, between both events. But at the same time, like, that's confusing and it can be really hard to really parse out what is different about the rules. So there should be someone that's there to say, hey, baristas, like these rules change. These are the ones that really affect you. Um, and the timers, like I didn't know that there would be no timers until I was watching someone else compete. And I saw that. I was like, there's no timer. And I was able to scramble. I competed on the second day to get my own timer for myself to hold so that I could see what the time was. Um, but still, like that's... What if I didn't find that timer? What if I competed on the first day? Um, what if I went over by a lot more? Because um, I did go over time, um, and I didn't realize it until I got my score sheets back. Um, wow, what if I had gone over a lot more and I didn't know because there was no timer there? So a couple of reflections just on on that competition. Um, we handed out a lot of stickers. I met a lot of people who've been listening to the podcast, and I hope this is meaningful to you guys and that you're learning a lot and that this is touching you in some way because it only matters if it matters to you. 
if you feel like I'm not addressing or Jasper's not addressing an issue that you want to hear more about, please let us know. We're available through a lot of different mediums. Uh, we have the Twitter finally active. It is officially at boss underscore barista. I think there are maybe two tweets. Um, boss barista podcast um, on Instagram is a really, really great way to get in touch with us. We check that probably a little more often. And then boss barista podcast at gmail.com. Also another really excellent way to get in touch with us. Um, please let us know what we can do to better serve you guys. This podcast is for you. Um, and I mean that wholeheartedly. If you want any stickers, uh, please send me an email and I will gladly send you some to hand out at your cafe or just to wear. We have a lot of stickers still left. Um, if you're in the Bay Area, um, we can make that a little bit easier too because that's where we are based. Um, yeah, we just want this to be important for you guys. So if you have any other questions about Austin, I will publish my score sheets. I will publish my USB speech, USB-C speech when I polish it a little bit more. My current Coffee Champs speech is up on Medium. Um, we'll be as transparent as we can throughout this whole process. And I'm lucky that I get to serve coffee again at Austin. So we'll keep releasing a podcast every week, every Wednesday. Um, if you have any suggestions for people that we should interview, please let us know. Um, until this time, um, I'm Ashley Rodriguez. I'm going to get out of this closet um, and sign off. It was good to talk to you guys. Thank you. <laughs>